Good evening, everyone. And I want to bring you to Speak From Your Heart podcast. Um, tonight, we will be talking about domestic violence. And um, I just want to share some of the things that I went through. The reason why I written my book um, on single married dating and now divorce. Um, just to let you know that domestic violence isn't okay, it's never okay. And don't ever feel like it's you that you are in that situation. So I would like to start this evening off with, I'm your host, Nicole B. Jones. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am a survivor of domestic violence. Um, when I was 17 years old, I was dating a guy and um, he didn't start off being abused. So when they don't start off, you just keep your eyes and ears open going into a relationship. And um, I didn't kind of like see that he was dating other women while he was dating me. And if you are somebody that wants to know and wants to um, stay abreast of everything like me, I, I, I wanted to be involved and my involvement caused me to be abused. Um, I wanted to ask questions. Sometimes those questions wasn't the right time. Um, when I would ask questions of where about like, you know, we had times that we would get off from work. And when I started asking too much, too many questions, um, he didn't like it. So I started, um, I'm gonna say reaping the consequences of me being asking too many questions. Um, so it was altercations where, and I'm okay to talk about it now because I'm over it. I just want to help somebody else to let you know that domestic violence, it isn't okay. It is not okay for anybody to put their hands on you. I need to speak from your heart podcast. Is it? Not okay. It's not okay. Just to demonstrate domestic violence. So when I was um, in this relationship, um, he will always travel. He will always um, leave me at home with the children. So I got suspicious and you know, I asked questions, like I said before, I would ask questions and my the response was none of your business. So I just remember leaving my kids with the babysitter while I went looking because I wanted to know. Of course, he was cheating on me. Day in and day out, cheating on me. And um, so I started saying, asking, where were you at? You know, because I wanted to know. I wanted to hear it from him. Well, you know, how come you didn't come home? We always have, we always had a routine. That routine started fading. Um, and he got mad. So it turned into violence. It, it turned into hitting. It turned into punching. It turned into taking an extension cord and putting it around my neck. It's it, it turned into so many things <clears throat> that was not okay. 
Um, so we have to pay attention to people's actions. We, we have to pay attention to their response. Um, and God knows I should have got out the first time, but I stayed because I thought it was going to get better. You know, you know how sometimes we want things to work and we willing to um, just hang in there, I would say. And um, my hanging in there cost, it didn't cost me my life, thank God, but it was an eye opener for me with domestic violence. Um, I, I, I just remember like being outside with my children on the pavement and where I lived at, at the time, it was very hot. And, you know, we didn't have no shoes on. So it, it was, it, it was hot that day. And um, he left, he left us on the pavement. So I decided to reach out to a domestic violence hotline because I was like, if I stay any longer, I'm not gonna be here to raise my children to see them grow up. So I reached out to a domestic violence um, hotline and they did, they helped me. They put me in a, a shelter for women, but because I went at the time I had um, for my children, they put me in an apartment. They helped me get a, get, I already had a job, but they, they were helping me to just move further in life and to establish who I was. So, you know, I never said anything about where I lived at, at this um, apartment building, but we shared custody of the children. So we would pick the days, like you take them one weekend, I'll take them the next weekend. So one weekend I said, okay, it's your weekend. You gotta have your children. So I went outside and I went to move my car and there was a sign on my car that said, your curfew is up. So I said, okay. One of my girlfriends, she said, Nicole, don't go because I just have a bad feeling. She said, but if you go, keep your car running. And I hope that somebody is getting, getting something out of what I'm saying. She said, keep your car running. So I did just that. I pulled up at his house <clears throat> thinking that I would go in and get my children to come out. And um, it, it turned into an altercation because he wanted to know why I was late. Me and him was not together. Some people can't accept the fact that you don't want to be with them. They, they don't want to be with you, but they don't want nobody else to have you either. So they play on your intelligence. So we tried to talk. He said, no, um, you're late. You're late. Who are you with? So he punched me. And me, I fight back. So me and him was fighting in the middle of the street. But then when the next door neighbor started coming out, he wanted to act like he was the victim. So he started saying, oh, she punched me. Somebody called the police. Somebody called the police. Who got locked up? I was the one that got locked up. I had to go to jail. I had to spend the weekend before my birthday in jail. But you know what? It was a learning experience.
And I question myself of why did I stay? Um, I, I, I just wanted to know, like, from myself, like, this is not life. This is not how you're supposed to treat a lady slash if it's a woman that is abusive. We're we not supposed to put our hands on each other in that form or fashion. So I got locked up. I had to go in front of the commissioner's office. But guess what? The commissioner came to me. He said, "Are you? Um, is your name Miss Jones? And I was like, yes, sir. He was like, don't you know somebody came and tried to bail you out? I was like, how so? He was like, yes. And I think it's the same person that pressed charges on you. I said, judge, I'll wait for the um, my arraignment. I'm not coming out. And he laughed. So I was the first one on the docket. And when I left, everybody was like, let me come pick you up. Let me pick you up. I walked from the detention center to my apartment because sometimes you just got to show yourself that you don't need that. So I walked home. The first thing I did, because me and my kids, we are so close. <clears throat> and I know it hurt them when I had to leave them with a neighbor. So when I got home, it was like we could spend that time together to let them know it's, it's I'm okay, but it's not okay for them to see that. So moving on, um, I, I had to move back home because I just needed a change of life, a change of life. And I was determined that I wouldn't, I wasn't going back. So I drove myself, believe it or not, Georgia is how many miles? I drove myself back home and guess how much money I had? $20, $20. I, I filled up the car before I left. When I got on the road, I had $20 to drive from Georgia all the way home. I knew it wasn't nothing but grace and mercy that got me home. My dad said, Nicole, you want me to pick you up at Virginia State Line? I said, no, dad, because if I don't do this, I'm going to go back. Sometimes you have to prove to yourself that you don't need that. You know, and it's okay. It's, it, it is okay to show yourself that it's okay. Because if somebody keeps telling you that, you have to experience it. You have to experience it for yourself. So don't ever think that domestic violence is okay. Don't be in a relationship with anybody and think that it's okay because it is not okay. Moving forward, I got into another one. I was the new chick on the block, moved, didn't even know the guy was abusive to me. He wanted to have his cake and eat it too. And all I wanted, somebody to love me. You know, I'm carrying your children. I'm the mother of your children. Why would you do stuff like that? So at the last end, I remember going to a party and um, I came back home to get my clothes. And I think that was the, this right here was the ending straw. This guy was standing over top of me with a butcher knife. He was going to stab me in my back. So if he had stabbed me in my back, I would have been paralyzed 
from my neck down. And when I got up, he had the butcher knife. So I kind of like knocked him in the floor and ran. When I got outside to my car, he had slashed all four of my tires, broke my cell phone in half. And my sister was out waiting for me. And she said, Nicole, if you're not out here in five minutes, I'm calling the police. The police was here when I got, when I got, when I made it outside. And when I just, when I got to my destination, I just said, Lord, I thank you because I'm not supposed to be here. Like so many times, like, and I don't, I don't know what triggered it um, for them to be abusive. I, I don't know if it was how they was raised generational curses i i don't know so you know i went through some changes because it's it's not okay to get beaten on it's not okay even for the um the verbal side like he was verbally abusive oh you'll never have nothing you're this, you're that. He would get so angry, like he would just raise, you could see the rage um, in his face, like his face would turn so red because he couldn't have his way. Like how you cheat on me, and that's what people being in relationships, um, know who you're dating. And I, I remember hearing this from somebody, they said, don't show me the good side of them. Show me when that, that person gets angry, how they respond. You know, we, we, we looking for, and I'm speaking for the ladies. Ladies, we looking for, you know, somebody to wind and dine us. We looking for, you know, the latest fashion. Oh, my boo brought this, my boo brought that. But when you get home, he whipping your butt. No, that's not a relationship. And you need to get out of it. You can do the same thing he's doing for you yourself. <clears throat> even when, um, even with having children, one thing I've learned: what, what, what your kids see you go through. If you don't have a talk with them and let them know that this is not okay, they're going to grow up and think it's okay, and it's not okay for. Uh, a man to hit on a woman and a woman to hit on a man. It's, it's not okay. My, my thing is, if you got to cheat, don't be with me. Don't, don't settle yourself less for somebody to lay up in the bed with you. Don't settle yourself less for some money. Oh, because he can buy you this. He can buy you that. No, you can do it yourself. All you got to do is work two jobs. You, you can get out there and support your own self. And I'm going to say this. I remember when I had my daughter, she was born two pounds and five ounces. And I know many of y'all, y'all, the ladies, y'all breastfed your children. I was breastfeeding my daughter. And I remember we had a snow blizzard that night. I was stuck at the grocery store. Do you know the feeling that I went through? He would not come and get me. He would not come and get me. So I had to stand out there waiting for a cab. Groceries, 
milk, my body producing milk for an hour for a cab to come and get me in the snow wouldn't come and get me. Wouldn't come and get me. So um, it's not okay. It is not okay. Women, it's shelters out there. I went to one. I never thought I would have to be in the shelter, but I did. And I had so much peace knowing that I can do this by myself with my children. So I, and, and sometimes you, you need that person in your ear, not just the person you need to let yourself know that it's okay to be by yourself. You do not have to be in an abusive relationship. And I'm going to say that again, you do not have to be with anybody that put their hands on you. You do not have to be with nobody that verbally abuse you, emotionally abuse you. It is not okay because once they feed that stuff to you, you start thinking it. I went through a period of depression not too long ago where I, 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 I would say I acted out but I was depressed and I didn't know how to say anything because I had to find Nicole, who Nicole is and whose Nicole is. So I remember being at work and I like to buy stuff. So I had brought this laptop and um, I was working this old job um, in 2017 and my boss, she was like, oh, I need you to write blogs. She was like, just write different blogs. So I started like doing a newsletter. I didn't know. I just kept writing, kept writing. She was like, write. Just write, Nicole. Just write. So then I was like, okay, I got sidetracked. So then I brought the computer, like I said, and I was like, okay, what am I using this for? So the Lord said, start your book. So I wrote a book on single dating, married, and now divorce. How to live and function through it all. How to be single and live through being single. How to be in a relationship and live in a relationship with two people. How to be married um, and how to be divorced. How to function through it all live and function through it all. Yes, we're not perfect. Um, we are not perfect. We do have challenges. We will make mistakes. Nobody in this world is perfect. So if you have been in a domestic re um, relationship and you need to get out of it, there's help for you. It's, it's help. Don't ever think that you're by yourself, that you have nobody to talk to because there's somebody out there for everybody. Um, don't stay there because it could cost you your life. I, I would reach out. I would go to a shelter. I would seek help, get counseling so that you'll be able to talk to somebody um, and they will listen about what you're going through.
sometimes they may not have the response that you need, but they will listen. And that's all we need. We need to vent on what we was going through. So I wrote this book and it's out on Amazon Kindle, but you have to pre-order it. And it just talks about how to live and function through it all. And some of my challenges that I went through with dealing with different spirits when dating, because you know, when you um, be with the people and they have different issues, you're bringing it on yourself. You know, you, you, and if you notice, you start acting like them. And it is a such thing as hurt people hurt people. So if you're not healed from that abusive relationship, what do you think that you're going to do to the next person? You're going to be abusive. And that's not good either. So you need to get help, seek help before you go to another person to be in a relationship. Like make sure that you are okay. You are healed. Is this the next chapter of your your life? It's okay to ask questions. Write it down. You know, don't be too shameful where, okay, I don't want nobody to know. I'd rather for somebody to know than don't know. Because nobody wants to bury their child. Nobody wants to be in the hospital and you got children at home. And if you if you're in a relationship and you are being abuse abusive and you're watching this, you need to get help. You need to get help. You need to walk away and get help. People don't deserve to be abused. And I'm just not picking on the men because you got women that's abusive. <clears throat> women hit men all as well. Women can be abusive. They 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 think that they have this power, you know what I'm saying? And they get these men where they love you regardless, but that's not so because love don't hurt. And you should not be putting your hands um, on anybody. And, and one thing I like, somebody shared this with me when I was um, going through. They said, the Lord did not put you in bondage. So why are you staying trapped when you can be free? That person don't love you that much for them to put their hands on you and you to allow it. They, they truly don't. Um, I, I would, I would seek help, find shelter. I know we're dealing with COVID, but it's, it's help out there. It's, it's time out for, um, domestic violence. I was, I was doing a, um, search on my computer and they says 736 million women deal with domestic violence. 736 million women deal with domestic violence. And some of them deal with men that's been locked up. You know, some women like the, the thuggish mentality. You know, ask questions. Why were you locked up? 
it's it's okay to ask questions. That's why you shouldn't jump into a relationship if you really don't know that person. Because they 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 want to show you how they wine and dine you. But what clicks when I make you angry? What clicks when I make you angry? And yes, granted, chance after chance after chance. People say, oh, you God gave you another chance. Yes, he did. And he will give you another chance too. So you definitely don't have to worry about that. God is a forgiving God. But he doesn't like for you to abuse your spouse, I'm going to say, because I don't want nobody to think that I'm just picking on the men. But he don't want the abuse going on in a relationship, especially around the children, especially pregnant women. You know, um, girls starting at the age of 15, you, you want to be dating these guys that's older. My, my advice to you, get in those books. Leave those men alone until you get a high school education. When you graduate from high school, keep going further. God going to send you who he wants you to be with. Don't just settle for less because less can cost you your life. My, you know, my challenges, <clears throat> I had people to talk to. I had people's shoulder I can cry on. You know, they said, Nicole, why are you staying? Because I love them. Love don't hurt. You, you, you got to love yourself. You, you have to love yourself. And that's, that's all I kept saying. Like, I would see them outside. Uh, I would see him outside and I would be like, I just want to leave. You know, I don't like this. You know, I would tell people, oh, I'm leaving him today. Stuff like that. And I'll be back with them. I'll, I'll, you know, I will be back with them. Like, when was it going to stop? So I'll, I remember going to work. And um, I went to work and I had a handprint on my face. And my boss said, she said, Nicole, she said, come here. And I said, yes, ma'am. She said, what happened? And I just said, we got in a fight. She said, don't go nowhere when you leave here, go home. She said, because if the police see you, they're going to lock him up. Well, he had hit me so hard that he bust my eardrum. I couldn't hear. It, it affects me now. Sometimes and sometimes it don't. I used to get real bad ear infections. Um, that, that's how hard he slapped me. Why? Because I caught him with another woman. So you don't want to go there. You, you do not want to be in a, in a domestic relationship. It's okay to be by yourself until God send you your mate. It's okay. It's okay to have friends. Ask questions. 
Not enough questions. Ask how many questions you want to. And if they ask you because I'm getting to know you, I, I want to know you and ask them, what would happen if something happened you didn't like? And let them respond. Because you don't want nobody to put their hands on you where they kill you. Because, okay, it starts small. Then they'll come back and apologize. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I love you. <clears throat> then they'll come back again. They'll slap you again. Oh, please forgive me. I love you. But love don't hurt. And what I did when I was going through the process, because I was naive. I'm not going to say that I wasn't. I was naive. But you can best believe when the first incident happened, I was getting my ducks in order. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do on the next time that this happened. And it shouldn't have never been the next time. But that's what I did when the next time it happened. I left. And I never returned. Never returned. Nobody is allowed to put their hands on you. And if you have a mother and father... Did your mom and dad do that? Did you watch your mom and dad fight each other, argue um, around you? I know when I was growing up, we didn't see our parents do that. We we never seen our parents argue. And my, my dad never put his hands on my mom. So why would we want to be in that situation? <laughs> why, why would we want to have a man that is abusive or a woman that is abusive, you know, it's help, seek help, or it's going to cost you your life. And you definitely don't want your children to be a part of it because who's to say if it goes from a slap to a gun or a fire, and your children are involved. Get out. Plenty of shelters. Help. Your family is there. You know, even a church. Call, call for help. People know how to help you. Don't, don't be another statistic to domestic violence. Don't, don't be laying in the hospital. I've seen women... <coughs> And they, they won't say that their boyfriend hit them. So they'll be in the hospital and they'll be like, the, the nurse will say, oh, so what happened to you? Oh, I fell down a flight of steps. But your eyes are bruised. You got a broken arm and you're saying you fell down a flight of steps because you don't want him to come after you. No, you're lying. You're covering up. So it's almost like I'm begging you. You do not want to go down that road. You do not want to go down that road because you don't even know if you can come back from it. Once the first time is the last time. And if you have been through domestic violence and you 
have suffered, you think is no help, it's help. If you are in a relationship and it's your first time, don't stay for the second time. If he's coming and saying, oh, it'll get better. Well, I'll wait over here while you go get help over here. But we cannot be together. Because there's no way that you can entrust in that person to get the help. Even if he's an alcoholic or she is an alcoholic, <clears throat> get them help. Even if you have to go for them and get them help, get them help. Hurt people, hurt people. Heal people, heal people. If you're not healed, you're just like a, a, a gun. You're out to hurt people if you don't get yourself together. If you don't seek the help, the counsel that you need. You're, you're, you're just going from one relationship to the next relationship and it don't get no better. So I'm just asking you to get help if you're in Anne Arundel County. I know um, it was some numbers that came up on the screen um, for domestic violence all the way up to D.C. It's some... Um, um, numbers for domestic violence and if i'm not mistaken the domestic violence hotline is 1-800-DOMESTIC please don't be afraid to call there is help do not make that number go up to 7,307 million do not be the statistic Put a stop to it. That way you can live to tell your story. You can live to help somebody else. You can live to raise your kids to see your grandkids and your great grandkids. You know, you live and be happy, even if it's by yourself. You know, you still have your life. Thank God for your life. You know, sometimes you don't need to be with a man until God send you that right one. So all I'm saying is don't stay stuck where you are. Speak out. There's help. Don't ever think that you're in this by yourself. And by all means, if you need to inbox me, I will call you because I have a motto. If you're going to fight, I'll fight with you. But don't stay silent. Don't walk around here with your head hung down because you are somebody. You just made a mistake. And keep pushing. And we have come to the end of my podcast. I want to get people, if they have questions or comments, Just gonna take a minute to see if anybody have any questions or um, comments before I um, close out. 
if you look at the screen, the 1-800 number is on there. Please get help. Save your life. Save yourself. Save your family. Save your children. Save your parents. No parent wants to bury their child because of domestic violence. Not even domestic violence. Anything. You know. Get help. It's help out there. Don't stay stuck. Speak out. Don't walk around silent because when you open your mouth you'll feel so much better you'll you'll feel so much better it'll be like a burden lifted so i just want to say if you need me i'm here we have come to the conclusion of this podcast on friday we will be airing for breast cancer with miss dale marcel um and then on Saturday, we will be talking about how does she make it through her divorce, and that is Miss Jenner um, Ross. So this concludes my podcast, and I want to say have a good night. I love you. Speak out. Don't say stop. Domestic violence is not cool. Have a good night. Love you.